We want to start off with a reminder that we are not doctors. Before you any changes or try something new, always consult with your doctor and medical team first. Chronic illness can vary from patient to patient, so it's always best to consult with your own doctor for what is best for you. Welcome to IB Determined. I'm your host, Michelle Harvey. And I'm also the host, Mason Harvey, and I have Crohn's disease. And I speak from the role of a caregiver, and I'm Mason's mom. So today we're speaking about something that is extremely important to us, and you guys will have one of these organizations somewhere near you as well. So this is very valuable information that can not only help you, but can save a life, and it can help others. So what... Yeah. So what are we talking about today? If you haven't noticed by our shirts, which uh, she's wearing a shirt that has uh, blood, C O B all kinds of bloods. And I'm wearing a shirt. Uh, It's the blood bank team survival. And we got these shirts from the San Diego blood bank. We went last night to their team survivor event. It's the first one Mm -hmm. they held. And I'm really glad they did this because we got to meet other survivors and we got to meet their caregivers, family members as well. And so at the event, we were served yummy food. Really good food, actually. Yeah, Mason loved the chicken. (laughs) Chicken was so good. (laughs) He was a fan. And so we we got to just enjoy each other's company and hear different stories. It's kind of cool to get to go to this event and to support them and to feel supported. So Team Survivor, basically, do you want to explain what Team Survivor is? So Team Survivor is a group of uh, the name is pretty specific uh survivors yeah you received a blood transfusion right and you survived so that's why it's called team survivor right and i received like seven or five so i am on team survivor yes and, and so, i survived yeah <laughs> that's which we're extremely part. thankful about but the cool part about this is these guys are asked to do different things throughout the year to volunteer to be representatives to speak to media to attend different events and to keep spreading the message and raise awareness and raise awareness of why blood donations are so important. So if one person donates um, some blood, they can save up to three lives. So one person can save three lives. So like you can get some pretty, uh, you can save a lot of lives if you uh, have a lot of people coming in to donate blood. So it's really important to have um, people to come in and donate blood because it like, triples obviously it triples the amount of people that you can save it's not like you are just uh saving one person with one bag of blood with one bag of blood which is still um very important you're saving three people with one uh with one blood donation mm-hmm. so um it drives people to donate uh more often because they know they're saving lots of lives what what we also learned last night is that every how many seconds Every two seconds, someone needs blood. Right. Which is pretty impressive. Right. And now that's it's not just crazy. here in yeah. San Diego, just to it's, be it's clear. All that's over, all over the world. Or the world. Yeah. But that is how important this is. And the time we're going to be talking with this, there's going to be many lives that are going to be needing blood. And something that I, I didn't really realize is that before Mason had blood transfusions, I really thought that the blood bank was there for emergency situations, which they 100% are, but I pictured mostly trauma. So I would picture like car accidents or people that just suddenly needed it. I never pictured in my head, really the people that need these as a treatment, as a treatment, regular, right. There's people that 
need these regularly, or if you have something like leukemia for the amount of time you're being treated, you're going to need multiple donations. And the other important thing is that you might think, well, if, if like, say somebody needs blood, like say Mason, like when he needed his blood transfusion, I immediately asked because I'm like, oh, can I give it to him? And now that seems really silly. (laughs) I feel I was, I was also extremely upset and stressed and I just wanted, we didn't really know how it works. No. And so I just thought, and I knew they couldn't like take it on my arm, put into his, (laughs) but I figured I could go down to the blood bank. I could donate and make sure it was given to Mason. But they, what they do is they already, they're going to use the blood that's on the shelves. And we got to see last night the process that this blood goes through. So a little tour. We did. It was really cool. And well, at least for us, I thought it was extremely interesting. Yeah. And so you can see exactly why when, when you need blood, it needs to already be on the shelf. It needs to be ready to go. You can't be like, oh, this person needs blood. We're going to have a donator come in and donate it for them. If someone needs blood, they need it right then. They can't wait. And one of the things we got to see last night was, uh, I mean, besides the labs where they show you how they how they separate the blood, how they treat it, the, the things that they run it through, um, and then where they store it, which was really cool. Yeah. We got to see the shelves so much blood. blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We're talking about, oh, my God, we got to see so much blood. Yeah. But I mean, but when you're yeah. looking at it, like what I'm picturing is there are going to be lives saved Saved, you know because of this there are lives there's lives and that's what i saw was there's hundreds of unknown faces and unknown people sitting there that their lives will be changed not just their lives but their families too which is equally important with blood donations and so on this tour we got to also see how they how quickly they can ship it out they have drivers on call that will drive this blood immediately to the hospitals but the goal is also to keep it on the shelves in the hospitals so they have an automated system that updates them with how much the hospitals have how much much they they have have. and so they're always trying to make sure there is enough so that's that was really interesting to us last night i think if you ever get the chance to go on a tour of a blood bank do it yeah and and just see how much work goes things. into it. Yeah, and it I think it also kind of takes the freezer either. <laughs> yeah, they had a freezer. We didn't get yeah, to a walk-in go freezer. It. I, yeah. But but I'm sure maybe yeah. another time. Yeah, someday. Yeah, maybe you might have another chance. But it's it's pretty eye opening. And and one of the things the CEO Doug said to us last night, which is really important with donations with blood donations, is that it's not just about the life. And the, the person you're saving, it's lives around them. And it's the future potential of people that may change the world. And so by saving one life, you are potentially saving many more. And you're changing potentially the changing the future. It's it's just an, in, an interesting concept to really think about. And I think that's something a lot of us don't consider. And so there's families out there. Like I know when Mason had to get his transfusion, it was just you know we were just so thankful and at the time i didn't know how to say thank you but now we've spent time giving back and we think of creative ways to help the San Diego blood bank whenever we can and if they ask us to do something it's like yep we'll be there and we'll do it and we'll help out because we're so grateful and we want to pay that forward and give that gift to other families out there as well let's kind of so it is it really and, and everyone is so cool who oh, works yeah. there like there are the friends yeah and it's just it's like so good to see them it's like seeing family and the way they work together and how much they care is just really incredible it's it's a really cool organization 
So we're going to kind of go into some, I think these are kind of some like fun facts about blood. Yeah. And uh, some fun facts about blood. Segment, <laughs> whatever. Uh, we need some kind of cool graphic yeah. to pop up. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, so let's start off because Mason has some of these questions. And here's some of the things that we learned about last night. So what is the biggest blood type? The type O is the most popular type of blood. Um, o positive specifically is the most, most frequently, frequently occurring. And what is the universal donor? O negative. It is. Or also known as O neg. Right. They are pretty cool people. So yeah, so O negative is very important because they are a universal donor. So if O negative is a universal donor, what about a universal receiver? A universal receiver, which means they can receive any kind of blood, is AB positive. And so, so we're talking with all these letters and these negatives, these positives. It's like when you put math, when you put letters in a, in a math. Right. <laughs> all of a sense algebra. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? But with blood. So we were kind of curious because we we're like, okay, okay, I've, you know, we know Mason's O positive, I'm O positive. And what, what does this mean though? You know, what does it mean? Basically the definition that we looked up and this is what was explained to us last night is blood types are triggered by the presence or absence of certain antigens. So an antigen is a substance that can trigger an immune response if they are foreign to the body. So Um, an illness, it attacks it. If it's a a blood type mm -hmm. that it, it isn't used to like um, the wrong kind of blood type for that person, it will attack it because it doesn't know what it is. And so then that causes a whole bunch of other issues that uh, right. you don't want. Which is why it is so important, they've discovered, to make sure that when you receive a blood transfusion, you receive the proper type. Mm-hmm. Even I th- I think when, when you got your blood transfusion, they may have given you, I don't know if it was Benadryl or something like that, yeah. Um, but you take Benadryl even for your biologics yeah. because the same thing can happen. You can have something triggered. So, uh, so there's that. And they also watch him very closely for fever to make sure he wasn't reacting. What is, if you have blood type A out there, you have only the A antigen on the red blood cell. Okay. So that's, mm-hmm. and, but, and when you're looking at your plasma, you're going to have the B antibody. So it's reversed. So it's be, right. So you have A. Blood, so can you guess? If type A has the A antigen in the red blood cell and the B antibody in plasma, what would the type B blood have? It would have a B antigen. Right. And then in the plasma? It'd have an A antibody. Right. So reverse. Reversed. Right. So what about works. if you have type AB? If, if you have AB, uh, you're going to have an AB antigen. On the red yeah, cells. On the red cells. And in the plasma, interestingly, there's no A no. or B antibody. There's no reverse for that. And then type O is going to need to have no A or B antigens on the red cells. But right. we'll have both A and B antibodies in the plasma. So not <laughs> yeah. Like so you say, okay, great. What is positive? What is negative? What are we saying when we say that? So there's something called the rhesus factor, so the RH factor. It's a protein. And if you have that protein, then you are positive. positive. If you don't have it, you, you are negative. negative. So if it's yeah. not present in your body, you're negative. If you, if you, you have it, it you have you're positive. positive. Yeah. So I just, I thought that was really interesting because interesting. yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't super aware of all of that. 
And I think what is also I wanted to bring up too, because we're kind of trying to talk about this stuff to kind of take the fear out of talking, you know, talking about blood transfusions and be scared of donating. No, not to be scared to donate, not to be scared to receive it. Uh, when you do need it, you'll be really thankful, and because it will save your life. And if you are donating, it You're is save lives. because you are saving lives, and it does mean a lot. And so it's, keep that in mind. You're going to be a hero. And also, you, you just the the process that the San Diego Blood Bank that they take this blood through should give you a lot of confidence and i it's not just ours our centers other ones too but it should give you a lot of confidence in the measures they are taking to save kids like mason or to save adults out there it's not just about the blood donor to the blood transfusion to that it it's many steps in between and it's also a lot of other research that they're doing and that they're part of and saving lives in other ways so i thought that was really really interesting to learn so in the future we are going to interview somebody from the san diego blood bank and get more yeah we'll get you more details posted for next episodes yeah so we'll keep you posted but for now we're just kind of giving you a brief this is just kind of like an intro to blood transfusion Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we'll have somebody on here who's much more qualified to talk about it but i think these are important things for you guys to know for you guys to share because that's the only way this message gets spread is if we talk about it so i think it's important for you know if maybe if you can't donate blood there's other ways to do that to help out and we'll talk about those too but we were just extremely thankful that the blood was there when Mason needed it and we didn't have to wait. And that's their number one thing. They don't ever want to run out. They want to be able to assure the hospitals that we have this and we're ready to go. Always ready for patients who need it. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. They don't ever want to hear that a patient didn't make it because they couldn't receive this blood. One of the things that Mason was fortunate enough, he got to uh, the Conrad Prebis Foundation, a I don't know if it was like a year or two years ago now, um, they had made a very substantial donation to the San Diego Blood Bank so they could purchase precision blood machines, which are extremely expensive. And so they were able to contribute and help do that. Mason was able to speak at that event as a part team survivor, and he got to meet the CEO of the Conrad Prebis Foundation. And uh, it was a really cool feeling to get to say thank you in person because this is going to change lives. Really, (laughs) But it's really interesting is that it doesn't only identify like so the blood types we just talked about mm-hmm. it it also identifies there's like i think is 354 antigens so we just talked about a b a b and o but they really want to get a closer match so there aren't reactions and people don't have these reactions to blood. And so by taking it even further and looking even closer, they can even have a better match. So like Mason could get an even closer match to his blood type. Than I got. Right. They had that earlier. (laughs) And it's important because people who receive multiple transfusions, like we talked about earlier, there's a higher chance you can start to build up that immunity and you can have a reaction. So by doing this, it kind of, it, it does help eliminate that. Mm-hmm. And that, again, that's something I hadn't really thought of before Mason's transfusion that people like Mason who have a disease and it's not curable, you may need these as treatments. And there's other diseases that this is how they treat it is with blood. I think that's really a cool thing, that precision blood program. So they are working on it to get even more precise in, in the future. I think sky's the limit for lives that they can save and people they can treat. Blood is the limit. <laughs> yeah, blood. Is yeah. The- <laughs> and they also talked about the All of Us research program last night. And I'm not totally 
still familiar with it, but basically if you donate blood, you agree to be a part of a database and they can use your information to help with disease prevention and treatment insights. So they can use this for other aspects of research and also genetic insight. It really is because that's how they get this information. People agree to it and they can start looking at things. And and so it's a bigger picture than just the donation kind we're talking about. Make discoveries with that. They can. Yeah, they definitely can. If you want to make a breakthrough, uh, donate the blood bank. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things they're also talking about last night is why it is important for people of all races to donate. And so typically, of course, race doesn't play a role as long as your blood types are compatible. So that's basically it. But for some individuals, they have like a unique protein structure and it makes it difficult for them to find a compatible donor. So having a variety of donors just helps increase those chances that they can really get specific and get the blood they need to that particular patient. So it's just important to spread the message to have everybody donate, just anybody. Yeah, all kinds of blood. Yeah. And and we'll be talking to, not on this episode, but one of the questions we're going to probably ask them is, you know, what qualifies you to donate. I think that's because those are changing. I think they 20 years ago, it used to be very different than yeah. what it is now. So it's interesting to see. I, this is where I want to find out how it varies and how these decisions are made. The other thing before we wrap up is what I want to talk about is different ways you can help. So some of you out there might be anemic. Some of you may not be able to donate blood for various reasons, but you can help them financially because they use the money to buy like blood mobiles and to to events, the machines, which are so expensive to continually improve. And the employees are integral to this as well. They are working so hard to make sure everybody gets what they need. So you can help with uh, just donating, they have you can go to your local blood bank and you can make financial donations if you can't make blood donations. We will do that. We've also created different ways where we can give back. We've hosted, we are right now actually, yeah. we're hosting a snack. Snack blood drive. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're getting, um, we're having snacks sent to us so we can donate them to the blood bank because, we didn't mention this, mm-hmm. when you donate blood, not only are saving three lives, you get a, a little snack at the ends, um, which is really enticing for some yeah. people. That's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Lots so. of free snacks goes with blood bank, and yeah, uh, donate, you get a you free know? snack and a drink. Yeah, so we're holding a um, a snack donation. So yeah, yeah, ours ends on November twenty fifth, and we'll put a link. We have an Amazon wish list for this that I can post at the end of this, and in the comments, I'll, I'll have a post for you guys. So if you guys want to contribute or make a donation. You're more than welcome to, and we're going to be dropping everything off after November 25th. We're going to be bringing it to the San Diego Blood Bank. Get creative. Talk to your blood bank. Ask how you can help. Can you hold a blood drive? You know, if if Donate money for machines, yeah, all that good stuff. And just you can go donate because they do whole blood donations. Uh, they do double reds, double reds, plasma platelets. platelets. platelets yeah. So plasma. there's other, and, and so some takes 10 minutes, some takes a couple hours. So depending on your schedule too, for donating, you can pick, and there's different ones you can donate like every eight weeks, some you could donate every two weeks. And so find out and see how you can help. And there's many ways you can, and volunteers, actually, yeah. they could use volunteers. volunteers. Yeah. There's a lot of volunteers that are amazing people. We've had the fortune to meet and get to say thank you for what they do and a lot of them are also like they're donating blood too which is incredible so are they volunteering but they're donating yeah which is important 
we just, we found out the importance of it when Mason needed it. And it was a shock because it wasn't ever something we thought Mason would need. And it wasn't like there'd been an accident. It was just a result of Crohn's, Crohn's yeah. disease. And it's uh, it's just a relief to me to know that the San Diego Blood Bank is there. If anything does happen and Mason does need blood. They're here for you. They're here for you. Yes. And they are working hard to help everybody. And I know you're wherever you're listening from, you have an organization that's also doing the same. So anyways, that was kind of what we want to talk about because last night was a lot of fun. We had a really good time and just thought we'd share that with you guys today. And it's a good reminder to donate blood and to say thank you if you are one of those donors and you are listening or watching thank you so much for what you do yes so like mason said you're you're saving lives you're saving lives you're a hero you really are (laughs) and if you haven't donated you should really consider it yep and if you have any questions or call and ask and go down and visit take a look and that might help ease any fears or answer any questions you might have. But we'll talk to somebody from the San Diego Blood Bank in the future. And I think that would be a lot of fun so we can ask some questions. So if you have any questions we that you would like us to ask, you can post in the comments. And we'll be happy to relay those when we do that interview. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Team IB Determined and see Mason's journey and follow through looking at our pictures, our stories. They're all posted on there. You can listen to us on podcast stations like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, we're there. And if you prefer to watch on YouTube, and if you're on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you want to be notified every time we post a video, make sure you hit that uh, bell icon. And we had your, it's been working because we yeah. have had somebody commenting and we really appreciate and that. If you're on YouTube, uh, make sure you uh, leave a comment. Yeah, because we, we had somebody, Mason usually makes a comment yeah. at the end, like, leave us a comment. comment. We don't get, don't any. get many we want comments. To so <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And it actually, like, it, to me, was interesting because I always learn something and I also don't feel alone. I feel like, okay, you relate, you get us. And so it's it, just as much as we're here for you guys, you guys are also here in a large way for us. So we appreciate that. So you guys have a good afternoon, morning, morning. evening, weekend. day, weekend, whatever it might be. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Yay! (laughs) All right. See you in the next episode video, she said. (laughs) Yep. All right, guys. Bye. We hope you will stick around, tune in, and reach out to us with your own journeys. We are excited to give you an inside view of what it takes to be a caregiver and what it's like to be a patient. And most of all, we hope you'll maybe be able to play something you hear on here that might help you in your own life. Sometimes life changes and it's all about how you handle the journey.